Hello and welcome to another episode of Read a Comic Book. I'm Anthony. I'm Paul. And uh, this is our last episode of 2017. Woo, party! Which means 2017's over. Oh my god, that's right. Thank god. I have shit to do. Uh, <laughs> you need to go. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I hope you guys had a good Christmas. Uh, this will be coming out the Wednesday after Christmas. So I hope your Christmas was delightful. Yes. You got everything you wanted. I just bought a... <laughs> Anthony uh, self-medicated himself. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Treat I yourself. Also, I also bought a uh, um, an R2 unit from the Little Bits in Droid Inventor. Little Bits. Little Bits. It was on the treasure truck, and I had to have it. Uh, I, I would have jumped on that. Uh, Anthony and I work, like, maybe half a mile away from each right. other in, in downtown Phoenix, and if I was not in a team meeting at the time, because <laughs> it was one of the Amazon treasure trucks, yeah. and I got the uh, alert just like you did, but I couldn't react to it. Right. And I, I was like, man, that's. It's probably better that I didn't get it, but still, super jealous when I saw it. I was so happy. Super jealous I when I saw kept, it. I, w- I had it at my desk and I would like hug it every once in a while. And then I'm like, we're gonna, we're gonna put you together tomorrow. Uh, but today. Uh, to end out the year, we're going to talk about Batman. Uh, we're going to talk specifically the um, live-action universe. Because, yes, a confusing long tale. <laughs> yeah, because uh, right now uh, the whole Ben Affleck is a big question is, is mark. Is he in? Is he out? It's yeah. very topical. <laughs> is he going to be in for the Batman movie with uh, Slade and... and and they showed him at the end. Of spoilers for Injustice. I didn't watch the movie yet, but even I know so right. it shows up at the end. Right. Uh, as a little throwaway scene there. Right, yeah. Um, Thanks to IGN and comicbooknews.com. Yes, they spoil that think, shit so fast. I think they said uh, GL was supposed to pop in at yeah. some point. Yeah, what happened? Did he not show up in the movie? I haven't seen it either. Oh, uh, ah, neither I, one of us saw it yet? No, I can't give money to that movie. Uh, I'll see it eventually. I saw a picture of the Justice League and somebody said GL was taking the photo. So, <laughs> maybe he's not in the movie after all. Uh, and I, I think we've talked... Quite a bit of shit about Bad Fleck. Yes, we have. Uh, there are to be parts... fair, he was one of the better parts of B versus S. Yeah, yeah. In fact, of... he was probably one of the few better parts of it. Yeah. And uh, Wonder Woman, of course. Well, certain parts of his, and we'll get into him eventually. Yeah, certain parts. Um, but I wanted to, to talk about all the live-action oh, Batmans. quite a list there. Uh, there are two here that I completely forgot about. Really? Like I knew their name. But I've never actually seen the movie, and it's oh, from shit. the 40s. Oh, uh, So there was Batman in 1943, uh, and Batman was played by Lewis Wilson, and then a little Douglas Croft played Robin. Oh. Uh, and then in 1949, for the first Batman and Robin, uh, Batman was played by Robert Lowry, and then Johnny Duncan played Robin. Wow! I have also never seen those two, yeah, nor I, seen pictures or anything. Yeah, I haven't seen... I, I've seen the... the um, I saw the Adam West movie. Well, yeah, the Adam West, and that's that's the next one. That's, that's like where we're actually three, right? starting. That's where we'll actually start. Oh like, as I was re- going through and like making my notes for today's episode... Uh, I went on IMDb and I was looking at the cast and it shows the uh, the movie poster for it Ooh. and it's like that old school uh, like Technicolor uh, posters where it's just got like a big picture of Batman in the corner yes. and then like some people uh, in the corner looking bewildered like 
the stuff that we would do, the mashups on those yeah. kind of covers. Dude, I wonder how bad that movie was. Uh, I don't know, but I want to find it, it and I want to watch it. Did it give you anything about the plot? Like, was it uh, a Joker thing or just some random? They were just detective, detective movies. Okay. Yeah, because oh, I was so looking it was through like it. kind of. Yeah, because like I was looking through it and I didn't find any uh, like some of the the names that you would expect, like Jim Gordon and. and Vicky so no, no other characters, but no villains from no. what I could see. Notably missing. What if it had like Bane in it? Right, just like, <laughs> Bane wasn't ever created yet, <laughs> but he's somehow in the nineteen forty three version. It's set in Santa Prisca. It is. Uh, that's he's so that would that would make sense though for right. a noir to be having a couple of locations, oh, yeah. especially a foreign, a very foreign one. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what it looked like. So I kind I really want to watch those. How fun! Uh, but we are gonna start. I guess we'll call it the modern ish age. The uh, uh, color TV. The first one, yeah. The first 60s? the first Batman movie was in the sixties, nineteen sixty six, and it starred the late great Adam West. Adam West. Um, Adam and I remember seeing. I've seen some of the reruns of the show, mm. and they're just so campy. Oh, they're and so amazing. campy! Especially when it shows him and Burt Ward, who played Robin, climbing up a building. <laughs> because you know they're just walking. They're just walking, and the camera's the just camera's tilted. Because like. Just, then you'll see someone who you can tell is clearly just like laying underneath the flat yeah. that's supposed to look like a building, and then they'll pop their head out yeah. and be like, "What are you doing?" It's so great. It is I such a great it. bit. Oh, it's Ugh. so good. And then, also, every villain in the '60s was quite flamboyant. There was oh, not yeah. one like straight, angry-looking villain. They no. were all very, um, very animated. We'll say. Even uh, Cesar Romero, who plays Joker, Joker, like, he has super. that iconic Joker look with Ugh. the purple suit and everything. But it's he's, a classic one. He he remind the Cesar Romero Joker reminds me a little bit of Joker in the animated series, the way that Mark Ooh. Hamill did it, just with that over abundance of clown energy mm-hmm. and just like that's a good way to look at it actually um Cesar Romero it's I, I think a lot of people think he was the best Joker I don't Aside disagree from Heath Ledger. I mean Ledger was its own thing but, uh, uh, yeah. I definitely like Cesar Romero but that that yeah that iteration of Joker she and, also got a very um uh odd Riddler a very odd Mr. Freeze oh, and yeah. a Vincent Price egghead uh not to mention the Burgess Meredith Penguin oh god you know I read a story about that uh, the reason he quacked was because he did not smoke and they made him smoke and so to disguise coughing he started quacking (laughs) really i thought that was freaking brilliant man that's amazing i don't know where i read that but that's like a thing like he didn't smoke and to hide coughing he started quacking on set because i guess penguin never really you know there's no version of penguin that quacks right uh every even the the danny devito version doesn't quack he doesn't quack in the movie no he's got a bunch of ducks around for some reason So, so he started hiding the cough with quack, quack, quack. Like, I think that was awesome. That's a, because now it's just like a bit when people make fun of uh, a, a penguin. Yeah. They'll just be, it, there's like a little thing of him in the corner just yes. jumping up and down. Going, quack, 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 quack. quack. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's a very threatening character. I think um, the video games do a good job. Like, uh, any of the Arkham series do an awesome job portraying right. uh, Penguin. And, oh, but yeah. yeah, Penguin never fucking quacks, except for that show, no, which was brilliantly disguised as a cop. He's a mobster. Yeah, right? That's, that's his core. Um, and then the movie also had Julie Newmar, obviously, as yes. Catwoman, uh, which is so, uh, one of my favorite Catwomans. <laughs> 
she just the way that she talks as Catwoman yeah, is just so much, sensual. It is. It's just oh wow. Uh, and then they brought in uh, Yvonne Craig to play Batgirl. Uh, but Adam West, uh, one see whenever Adam West would pop up after the Batman stuff and basically just be Adam West yeah. as a cameo, Slash. it's always fills me with so much joy because just the way that he talks is. It gets stuck in your head, and you're just like, you just want to. I'm Adam West. Yeah, I'm Adam West, and call everybody chum. Yeah, well, old chum. Uh, and then, did you see the episode that they released after they canceled Powerless? Oh yes, that I Adam did. West did I did, game? and it was brilliant. Oh god, it was, I'm so glad they released that. Yeah, they put it out right after he passed, and I love that episode. Poor Alan Tunick can't land a show that stays on the air. Right? Okay. Um, First Firefly, now this. Now this. He's on now that for the next, like, show. 20 years, they're going to be... So what's Powerless coming yeah, back? Powerless? Which I enjoyed. I, I still think that has one of the best uh, oh, yeah. openings ever. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so... Adam West, was Adam West like your first Batman? That he was you guys... definitely my first Batman. Okay. Absolutely. But even as a kid, I knew we could do better. Sure. So I think that was the difference. Is I saw it, you know, it was already very dated when right. I saw it because it was like the early 80s or, or late 70s when I was at, you know, okay. I was born in 79, so I guess it was in the late 70s. But right. probably early 80s uh, and early, even late 80s when I started watching it on like, uh, back then, like, uh, it used to run on Nickelodeon. Oh. Like they would run it, TBS would run old episodes. It would be like a random Sunday, and it would be on TV like at two in the afternoon. Stuff. Yeah, uh, so that was my very first incarnation of Batman, and even I knew like, okay, this is a little cheesy, but I oh, still yeah. watched it. Yeah, I still no. watched quite a bit of it. Batman was super campy, which obviously is not the Batman that we've come to know and love. Of course not. In the comics, no. this is just a fun little side thing. But how cool was it seeing the animated pals and Biffs? Oh, yes. Because that, that's where all that came from. And I'm sure today's generation realizes that, but whenever right. you see those things, um, especially as a parody, that's that, it was for real, you know, not a parody right. in that show. <laughs> And I love and that trumpet Bat, Batmobile. Oh my god, that thing the is great. The the bike was weird though, right? Yeah, like it looked like it was surrounded by garbage bags or something. I don't know what was <laughs> wrong with the Bat uh, Batgirl's bike, which they introduced later on. Super weird. Super weird. Uh, and then Burt Ward with his iconic, holy blank Batman. Oh my god. Oh my god, Burt Ward. Robin was so cheesy. So campy with the really tiny short. Burt Ward is the reason why Robin had got shit on yep, for so I long. I completely agree. The, the, uh, the character design as well. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Burt Ward as Robin. I think yes. it goes with the Adam West campiness beautifully. Mm. But that style of Robin is what's been shit on yes. forever. It's the shorts, man. Those weird short shorts. And then oh. I think he wore pantyhose. I'm not sure. but uh, I, I wouldn't shock me. I would, it would not. Uh, but that brings us into our more grittier, darker, brooding Batmans, um, which started in 1989 with Tim Burton's Batman. Because Tim Burton touched it. And, yeah. And turned it to di- dark ice. And, right. Yeah, because like, Burton always has to do... But it's got to be a little gothy. Burton's aesthetic works perfectly for Gotham City. I think so. I completely agree. Uh, I think just the way that... Even the shitty movies, the city still looks cool. Yeah, the city still looks cool. Uh, And then Michael Keaton, which uh, I... Is my favorite live-action Batman. Okay. Um, Because I think that he plays... Boy, I'm going to watch that again. He plays Bruce Wayne and Batman... He does play them very, very well. 
and uh, I think we've mentioned this on the podcast a couple times, but uh, when we went and saw Kevin Conroy, who I think is a majority of the world's favorite Batman, Absolutely. period. But yeah. we're not going to get into animated no, today because there's too many live-action movies too, to go through. It's a uh, different genre. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Kevin Conroy is my favorite bat of all. But uh, he said something uh, because someone had asked him during the panel what they what he thought about Christian Bale as Batman and, and what he thought of Ben Affleck. That was a Batman. really interesting response, too. Yeah. and we he, both went to that one. Yeah, and he was saying how... Uh, they kind of played him as Bruce Wayne who puts on the costume of Batman, where Batman to him had always been Batman who Putting puts on, on the costume of, of Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Which is a very... And you can see that in the animated show, oh, too. Oh, yeah. You can absolutely. see that. And I think, I think that gets played up really well in both the, the Burton movies, Batman and Batman Returns, um, very well. Oh, I actually really love Batman Returns. Really? Yeah. Because, uh, well... The first Batman uh, was Jack Nicholson Jack as Joker. Jack Nicholson as the Joker with Bob the Goon. Yes, Bob the Goon. Bob the Goon. Uh, they also brought in Vicky Vale with Kim Basinger. Yep. Uh, which was, and my favorite, uh, Billy D. Williams oh my God, as Harvey right. Dent. Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. <laughs> so Holy good. shit, I forgot about that. Um, and then we had Michael Goff, who played Alfred. Um, and one thing that I forgot, but Michael Goff, who plays Alfred... And Pat Hingle, who plays Jim Gordon, they were through both Tim Burton movies mm-hmm. and Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yep. Uh, Those guys stayed the same. Batman may have changed. But. So, yeah, they all pl- had, they both had eight years of playing the same And Vicky Vale was just forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, she was just gone. And that just was Kim gone. Basinger. You couldn't keep her, man? Damn. Uh, I don't think they could afford her. Yeah, probably not. Because uh, they, they put... I mean, you got Billy Dee Williams and Jack Nicholson. This is this is not I a cheap cast. No, no. On top and of the Michael the second Keaton. one, even, they raised the bar. With yeah. Them. Because in, in Batman Returns in 1992, uh, they bring in Danny DeVito to play Penguin. Yep. Which was super Again, comical. Very, but also one of my favorite versions of Penguin. I did like it. Like, I loved his like crazy plot just to just, get back at the parents of Gotham. And, um, I almost teared up when the penguins the took him away when he oh, dies yeah. or supposedly dies. Like I was actually sad because he is, um, you know, you, they actually made you empathize with the oh, penguin. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's just a, he's a broken child. Yes, that's it. It was oh, and those always get me. So oh, I yeah. actually like that. I love this version of Catwoman. I thought that was great. Oh, with uh, 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 Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. And you get a creepy-ass Christopher Walken in this movie. Yes! Who dies by by suicide, almost. Because <laughs> she, like, tasers the water and kisses him. The, and they all die together. Yeah. The, uh, but she's got nine lives, so. The only thing I didn't like about Cat in that one is, like, she falls from the window. Oh, yeah. And then all the cats they start licking her. her. They and, heal her. And then she's like, oh, I'm alive now. Yep, she's... I don't... They don't really do a good job explaining any of that. Yeah, I'm like, no, she's just a really good thief. Yeah. She doesn't have powers. No, she has no powers. But this one, they definitely gave her nine lives. Yeah, oh, yeah. So um, that was kind of her But that her costume is so good. Dude, what a cool costume. I love, like, the stitched together yeah. leather. It was so good. It freaking red. Um, yeah, and, like... That one, I think that was actually my first Batman live-action movie seeing. I think oh. I saw Batman later. I saw the first one in a theater with my parents. We uh, were looking, uh, we just moved to Arizona, and we were looking oh. at houses that day, and then after, uh, it was like a Sunday uh, uh, night, and we all went to go see Batman, and that's when I was like, 
what? This is cool. Like, I was super in. I love Batman! Yeah, I was super involved. I was like, what? Yeah, because uh, the first Batman came out the year I was born, in 1989. <laughs> Damn, now I feel old. Uh, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> uh, I was but... a kid watching that with my parents. Everybody, it was like a big family outing. Oh, yeah. Movie. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, and like... It was cloudy. Uh, I don't know why I remember the weird details of the first I, Batman movie. I, well, I still go back and I watch those movies periodically. I, like, I'm Tim Burton is, Tim Burton, uh, my wife Becca, has a very huge obsession with Tim Burton. Right, with The so. Nightmare and, and all that stuff. Um, so, it's just got a cool gothic sexiness to it. I don't know yeah. why. Oh, yeah. But also childlike. Like, it's such a weird combination for yeah, me. It, I, yeah, the I think Burton was a pretty solid choice to start that Batman. Movie. Yeah, and then, of course, the uh, tech that they use. They definitely upped their tech game in the, the second movie. He's got the Batarang that he, like, programs and oh, throws yeah. it around. And, like, uh, they they definitely kept updating Bat toys as they oh, yeah. went through the movies. First one, the biggest gadget he used was probably the grappling gun with him and Vicky Vale. Oh, and he's like, how right. much do you weigh? And she's like, she lies about her weight because that's what women do, apparently. Sure. Um, which we all know is not true. That was just a weird thing that happened. They don't ask a woman their weight or their age. Yeah, that's just the thing you do. You just don't. Why do you want to know? More right. importantly, right. unless you're saving someone with a grappling hook, right? That has a set weight requirement. <laughs> so, but that was the first time I, I we see the live action grappling hook and yeah. stuff like that, which they kind of shy away from in uh, part two. Yeah, I. It, which is weird, but they do. He doesn't use a, a grappling hook a lot, and even the later movies either. Oh, that's uh, that's true. Because he's usually in like his bat tank. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like even in the animated series, there's always that shot of him firing yeah. off his grappling hook, or Zip him and Robin yeah. firing like. The grappling hook is as much a part of Batman as as the belt. I think so. Like, I definitely associate uh, Especially at that time. I think even in the comics now, he doesn't do the the grappling hook as much. Huh. Um, He's always zipping around. Right, yeah. They just don't show him shooting the grappling hook. No, they, they don't. They show him swinging around still. Um, but yeah, I, I always loved Keaton as Batman. That Those two always had... Even with as campy as they are because I think it's this is the start of them trying to get a little bit darker I think so I think it, it feels like they're trying to make it uh, blend it yeah like and what I think we it, know and what we didn't I think at this point we need to swing the pendulum back a little a bit a little bit just a pinch um pinch but <clears throat> then we go into 1995 oh, where they just fucking almost reverse the campiness like it gets campier <gasps> Val Kilmer Val Kilmer who can't just it, the, I've rewatched the movie a couple times, and he cannot keep his mouth closed when that cowl is on. Dude, it's it doesn't look right at all. Like he it just, is slack jawed as shit. He is <laughs> Falconer, the slack jawed Batman. Just like, oh, this is a Batman who had to wear a helmet to private school. And this is the one where we uh, get to introduce to a Robin type. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, some villains. So we get Chris O'Don- uh, O'Donnell who plays Robin. Uh, and he stuck around with Kilmer and, and Clooney. Clooney. Uh, and then we get, uh, obviously, Michael Goff shows up again. Tommy Lee Jones as Tupac. What a throwaway. You, yeah. They threw away. And, of course, Jim Carrey at the, I don't want to say height of popularity, but he was definitely uh, towards the height of his popularity yeah, at that he, point. He, as the Riddler. Yeah. And you know what? I, there's a lot of people who kind of shit on Carrey's Riddler. I actually... I dug... 
Jim Carrey as Ed Nigma. Yeah. Uh, especially at the end plot to steal all the knowledge when he's gone crazy yeah he's got the big head yeah and he's just like uh, and uh, Val Kilmer goes up to the to his cell door and he's just like who is the Batman Nigma mm-hmm. and Nigma comes out with the sleeves yes, that are too long he's like so I'm the Batman I'm the Batman in oh. iconic Jim Carrey fashion just over the top so over the top uh, but uh, the real waste is you have a quality actor, Tommy Lee Jones. Right. You make him Two-Face, and they don't even explain it. They don't no. talk about him at all. He's just this, like, goon-type figure, yeah. which is also can be equated to Bane in the next right. movie, but we'll get to that. Right. Oh, yeah. Bane's Ta- kind of a throw I can't think about the uh, who is the waste, the biggest waste uh, character they've used in those. I, I think Two-Face and Bane are almost neck in, and neck. In the... the... 90s ones. In all of them. and all of them combined. The most mm. wasted... Like, the character they had a lot of cool shit they could have done with. Oh, yeah. And did not, I think, would be either Bane or Two-Face. Definitely. Yeah, well, because, especially in uh, when we get to Dark Knight Rises with Bane, I was just very disappointed. Because they even give him a chance. Right. <laughs> Showcase him. Uh, when you first saw Val Kilmer as Batman, mm. you first saw that movie uh, in theater, I'm assuming. Yes, absolutely. With friends. Uh... Because now we're talking mid, almost college years. Walking away from that it, with what you said, you know, seeing the first Batman and be like, this is cool! I actually thought kid. it regressed. Yeah. So I completely was... left that movie feeling like, wow, they fucked that one up. That was the first time I saw a sequel and realized that the originals are better. Because there weren't a lot of, uh, I mean, there were a lot of sequels back then, but this is one of the ones where I was really looking forward to it. I was like, oh, sweet. I really liked the last two. And this was the first time I walked away from a movie that I'm supposed to like, because I'm still like a teen. Like, I'm still like, oh, I love Batman. I'm supposed to like this. Why don't I like it? Um, This is the first time I felt cheated by a movie. I was like, that was bullshit. That was all horrible. Yeah. None of that was good. It gets a little, like... They go confusing. over the top with the uh, background too. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah, it gets a little confusing because you you don't initially feel like it's still the Tim Burton universe. Yeah, that you set up. It felt very different. But because Gordon and Alfred are back, it still feels like it's just a continuation. Yeah, and Robin. Yeah, and. Well, th- Robin wasn't the last one. But. I think Val Kilmer had aspects of Bruce Wayne better than he did of. Batman. A Batman, absolutely. Um, I thought he played the Bruce Wayne a little bit better. That being said, I, don't, I still don't think he was a great Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, Not a lot of great things in that movie. I think Carrie actually was probably the better, yeah, one of the highlights, and that was over the top at, at best. I think, even like as a kid, I knew this movie wasn't great, and walking <laughs> away from it, I'm like, I love Jim Carrey, and I love this Sega Genesis yeah. video game. Oh, they also over over the top with the gadgets in that one, right? Oh, like, yeah. Got a few different bat suits. Yeah. All kinds of shit. And I, I you know what? I did like his Batmobile. Mm. There hasn't been a whole lot of Batmobiles that I don't like because with every new movie, we get a new Batmobile. It gets cooler. That is one thing that does progressively get cooler. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Bat Tank. Really? I kind of like the, the Tumbler. I, I think the Tumbler's fun. I don't know. I, I, I like, like, uh, in White Knight. Uh, the, oh yeah! In the current series of uh, White Knight from Sean Murphy, um, the way that he drew the Batmobile is kind of a combination between the Tumblr and the and, yeah, yeah, and the, the, and the actual old, Batmobile, the old Batmobile. You get the face I really on. like that because it has the two legs that kind of stick out like the Tumblr does. 
Um, and of course, he drives it on rooftops in right. England, so that makes more sense to give it the mobility. So I like that, but the way that the tumbler comes up, and we'll get more into it once we get to the the Dark Knight series. Um, I, I was never a huge fan, but I did like the the Batmobiles uh, in all the movies as they started coming. Mm. Um, so from Val Kilmer, uh, Chris O'Donnell stays. Uh, as Robin, the Dick Grayson, because, oh, that's right, in, uh, in Batman Forever, uh, is when we get Grayson, and you yep. see his family yep. die. we get all that. Uh, because Two-Face, actually, or was it Two-Face? I think it was Two-Face was the mobster that yeah, was in charge. Yeah, he, he breaks up the, the circus. The circus, and that's, so that's, that's as much play as he gets in that whole movie. Yeah. Other than that, he's just laughing maniacally and flipping a coin. And then there's the, the weird safe with the acid. Oh, that's right! Uh, wow! That they're hanging yeah. above Gotham City. Yeah. And it's just like a safe of locked deposit boxes. Yep. And this acid starts flowing out. It, it was a lot of weird. It, it was really weird. I don't. It's not a two face move. No, no, that was Enigma move. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, whatever. Yeah, there would be some sort of puzzle to it, but Two Face always has to have some sort of like two reference. Yeah. to his crime. Right, right, and it just uh, it was weird. Uh, yeah, but Val Kilmer was just. And then the last one is, is in my fault, the, uh, my opinion, the biggest shit show of all of them. The Clooney? The the quest is spent to blow as much money as they can. Oh, yeah. Clooney. And the biggest one with that one, if it's okay to move on to that Yeah, one. no, no, no. Um, I was about to... That's the one with Clooney and Robin. Yes. And then you get uh, a, a still very attractive Uma Thurman. Yes, um, playing Ivy. Ivy and her uh, thug Bane. <laughs> Played by... I, I I don't even know who played that. Oh, I looked up the name. Guy. He died too. I looked up the name, and he has the best name, Jeep Swenson. Wow! But he was like a legit bodybuilder. Yeah. Um. Uh. So that you get those four, uh, you get again a trillion different copies. But the biggest problem this movie had going forward with it. What year did that movie come out? Nineteen ninety-seven. When did Batman the Animated Series come out? Uh, ninety. Was it? I think it was 95, 96, I want to say. Um, okay. yeah. I, I want to say that. So that was the biggest problem that movie had going for is um, that we already got so many kick-ass stories well, yeah, with from Paul Batman, Dini with Paul and, Dini. And, and Tim, uh, um, I can't. Um, Tim. Yes, uh, and, uh, and we get probably one of the best Heart of Ice Oh yeah. So we have an awesome frame of reference for this. It's for not. Freeze. It's not just comic books anymore. It's this animated show that uh, most of us grew up watching. Right. Um, I'm gonna look up the date because I just want to know when that came out. Uh, Batman the animated series. Blah blah blah. More about the show. First episode was 1992, September 5th. Okay. So by that point in time, we have a ton of awesome reference materials. Oh yeah, uh, even casual fans know about Batman and, and a lot of his rogues. Yeah, and I think we've said a lot on here. Batman and Superman have always been those two that are just universally <laughs> accepted. Absolutely. Before the nerd bubble started. Yes, which is a great time to be a nerd. Oh yeah, so much shit. Uh, the weirdest part is going to be having a child and trying to like. Show them all this because now you've got like you already have a Spider-Man trilogy, right? And then you have to restart that. Like it's going to be very confusing for children as they they start remaking right. the current ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's going to be really. But anyway, good. I digress. Yes. So biggest thing, um, uh, Heart of Ice, uh, two part awesome Batman the animated uh -huh. series. 
uh, everybody, uh, my brother John and I l- fucking love Mr. Freeze. We loved that. Uh, that whole arc was great. Big fans of it. And then my brother John is like a huge Mr. Freeze fan. He loves that villain. Right. Very excited to go see this. We're in college by this point. Um, we're at uh, we're in Arizona State. And there's that movie theater right across the street that was a United Artist. Oh, yeah. And it is now back to being a movie theater, by the way. Yeah, it's like it was, tucked in the back. Yeah. Um, we went there to see it. It was like me, my friend Jason, Mark, Ryan, a bunch of people. Uh, so we all went to see this movie. And we got a little... We drank a little beforehand because we were college age and we were nipping the bottle. Yeah. Because um, you're rebels. Yeah, because we're rebels. Rebel theater um, students. Oh, right. Jesus. But hey, those kids knew how to party, man. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> anyone can party on that campus. You look for those theater kids. Um, you may need to supply beer. Seriously, or pills. Um, uh, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Again, uh, so we we get super hyped for this because I haven't had time to see a lot of the commercials. Okay, uh, you know when you're in college, you almost cut out TV. Like, oh I, yeah, I barely played any video games or watched any TV in college because uh, I was so busy with theater shit, but right. um, and working. Uh, so anyway, so we start watching it, and it is Arnold Schwarzenegger was cast as Mr. Freeze, probably one of the worst casting choices ever. So bad. Like, what were they? Thinking, you have a nerdy science guy in a suit, and then you go for a guy bigger than Bane (laughs) in real life and put him in a suit. And then, of course, you can't have Arnold without Arnold puns. Right. And the writers, like, I mean, they just made a fucking meal out of that. They wrote so many ice puns for him. And like with Jim Carrey in 95, like, uh, Arnold, this is still, like, the height of his... Yes, absolutely. you put Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie, people are going to go see it. Yes, people will pay to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie. Absolutely. Why they didn't make him Bane? And and give Bane a voice because Bane, the only word Bane could say was bomb. Right. Bane was created as a super soldier at the same time Pamela uh, Isley was created. Right. Um. Uh, she was a botanical scientist working for for someone, a military organization. Uh, she didn't know she was making a serum for soldiers. Right. And then when she found out, the uh, evil scientist in charge like pushed her in a vat of chemicals or something uh, with, <laughs> yeah. in, in, a, in her, her garden. Because and, that's the go-to. Yes. It's chemicals. Chemicals are things that swarm you. Right. Cats and plants. So she fell in a bunch of plants and became Isley as they were making the venom formula. So, and Venom was just, uh, and Bane was some scrawny, like, homeless guy that they just threw a mask on and hit a button and turned him into Bane. And then he can always, he can barely communicate. Yeah, he he was the word Steve Rogers, the Captain America, but dumb. But dumb. And he just said the word bomb. The whole theater erupted in laughter as that was going on. That movie was so comical. It was horrible. And and, uh, Pamela, all of a sudden... Decides that, hey, I'm going to be evil and turn Batman against Robin. Right. Because they swoop in to try and, like, save the day and she blames with, them for everything. Compactive. Yes, instead of, uh, uh, she, like, blows, like, pollen on them or yeah. something, like, um, and then kisses one of them and, and tries to make them fight each other. Right. So then you get Batman fighting Robin. Uh, uh, you don't actually get a Bane versus Batman, do you? <laughs> no, because Bane doesn't... Uh, what happened to Bane? Did he, he just, blow up or something? I think he dies at some point. He I definitely forget. does. He's such a forgettable it, part of that movie. It wasn't... And because then, there's so much... Because again... terrible choices about And they shoehorn Mr. Freeze in there. So oh, you got yeah. Freeze meeting Ivy with Bane. So, like, Freeze was a... Uh, casting Arnold Schwarzenegger as Freeze was a bad choice. But that goddamn bat suit. Yes, bat nipples. We have joked about it. Everybody jokes about it. Bat but nips. 
Why does Batman need nipples? <laughs> he was an odd Why? choice. Why does armor need nipples more importantly? Right? Like it's a chest plate. It doesn't need to be anatomically correct. Because when I saw George Clooney is playing Batman, okay, I get this. I can understand George Clooney look this up now. as Bruce Wayne. You no, know, I actually liked him as Wayne a yeah, lot. He's I, very charming. Yeah, and because he's Clooney. Like, it, he just lets that normal... Clooney charm that he has in it, all of his roles come through and it, it portrays Bruce Wayne well. Mm. But I could not buy him as Batman because of that suit. Yes. Uh, the, the and kiss, we get a Batgirl, that's right! Yes, uh, this was uh, one of my first crushes, which is why I oh, love Lisa this Silverstone? movie. Yeah, oh, yes. I love this movie so much. Uh, I, I saw Clueless and I was like, eh, she's hot. But <laughs> meh. Uh, and then I saw Batman, and I was like, "This movie's awful," but she's in it, and it's a Batman movie. I'm gonna watch the shit out of this movie. Uh, but she's not a good Babs. No, 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 not great. And they all had like weird color coded costumes at the end. It was like silver and black. Right. Um. Yeah. Just really weird. Here we go. Uh, Batnips, everybody. Nips. It's so um, I'm bad. showing uh, Anthony a picture, which we'll probably upload later. Yeah, I'll put on the. Uh, also, this movie's episode. overuse of the the neon lights was weird. Like they yeah. went super like um, I don't know what they were doing with the style. But it, it was, was almost it, everything it felt like was they metallic were kind and of shiny. Doing a dystopian kind of thing because as I, I because I I did a, a few episodes of a podcast called Whoa, mm. uh, where we watched uh, Keanu Reeves movies. And, like, some of those old 90s movies, like, uh, I don't know if it was actually in the 90s, but, like, Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, man. It's, like, this dystopian future I where you can load uh, eight gigs of memory into your brain. That's because that's a lot. You know, eight gigs is... Eight gigs is a lot. <laughs> um, but that whole, like, there's... It all looks kind of, like dirty and gritty and there's metal everywhere <laughs> and people have just made these these costumes out of like a hodgepodge of random crap yeah um yeah it felt like they were going for that but i don't mm. gotham gotham city is always a character that needs to be portrayed and not just a location right it's <laughs> Gotham is it's a, a part living, of breathing Batman. city. <laughs> like it's it's an entity on its own. Right. Without Gotham, there is no Batman. Ah, uh, uh, here we go. My favorite version of Mister Free is wearing just, fuzzy slippers, a a, a cigar, and, like this guy shouldn't give a shit about anything, and he's cracking jokes, he's stealing diamonds to power his lasers. Those puns. Chill, chill, chill out. <laughs> Uh, ice to meet you. I just, God, I, they're all so bad. I didn't like it. Uh, it was probably the biggest disappointment of maybe my life. <laughs> yeah. Seeing a character I really wanted to see on the big stream. Because by that point, I was reading comics. I was invested. I I knew not to like just the movies. Right, right. <laughs> like in the, the TV shows. Like I was so bummed about that, Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. It, and like even it still kind of taints Freeze for me now. Oh, yeah. Like, 
even in his you're worried about what version you're gonna get. Right. When you see a Mr. Freeze, you're like, what the fuck are they gonna do to him now? In Injustice 2, he's a skin that you can buy. Yes. Not a fan uh, of that, right? I'm not a huge fan. I don't fan like of it at all. Is that like a new 52 thing? Because I'm not familiar with that look at all. No, he's got a couple different cryo suits. But, oh, okay. Uh, it just looked like some blue guy with. I mean, they gave him a helmet finally, but right. it still was like just kind of like what they should have put on the Atom. I liked. I liked. The, the design of Freeze in the Batman video games. Oh, the Arkham? Yeah, the Arkham Oh, games. the Arkham games are great. All three of them. Uh, like when you have to get that, that piece from him. Yeah. And you're in the the infirmary and he just keeps freezing everything. It's yeah. Great. I love it. Because he actually fights with you. <laughs> uh, and then you have to take him down. Now, this movie was so bad that between Batman and Robin and Batman Begins is the longest gap of time mm-hmm. that we've had since 89. I think that was the one movie where they like just stopped the press tour because it yeah. was just getting torn to shreds. Oh, yeah. like They actually were doing a press tour, <laughs> like flying a themed jet around, and they right. were just like, you know what, just stop. It's over. No one likes we're it. We're not making this movie. We're, we're not done. making this movie. It back. actually ended the Batman franchise. It did. It, it put it to bed for a while. Uh, and then in 2005... How many came, years was that? That was, uh, what, 10? From from Batman and Robin to Batman Begins? Yeah. Eight years. Eight years. Uh, Batman it? and Robin was 97, and Batman Begins was in 2005. 2005. And then we get a, a Batman who actually sticks around for a couple episodes in Christian Bale. Yes, he, he uh, stays... And that's because Hollywood has gotten smart. They've decided to offer people three movie picture deals... Yep. So this way, they didn't have a, a threat of losing a character, because that definitely didn't help the franchise. Right. Um, now, actors can leave it, but they it's almost like a, uh, breaking a contract. You right. owe a lot of money if you break these things. So, oh, yeah. Uh, like and Marvel then, did that with Captain America. They all signed, like, five-picture movie deals yeah, or some and, shit. And Hollywood, like, if you break your contracts, it's, it's really easy to become... The douche nobody wants to work with. Yeah, you'll get blackboard. Even if you were justifiably breaking your contract, you will still get blackboard. Yeah. Uh, As we've learned over the... Well, as we've known our entire life, but as a lot of uh, (laughs) people are slowly learning, Hollywood is a fucking scumbag place. Oh, God. Uh, God. Every day I'm just waiting for something else horrible to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, But... Batman, uh, yeah, Batman Begins, we get uh, Christian Bale playing Batman, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll, we'll get into in depth. Uh, Michael Caine as Alfred. What a great choice. Such a good casting. Michael Caine was a pretty tough guy back then. He got some real like tough guy roles and oh, shit. Yeah. So seeing him as a Alfred, who is you know, always pictured as a, a, a old-timer who has a very violent past mm-hmm. as a tough guy, like I right. think it was a great casting choice. And... and uh, because Michael Goff had played <laughs> Michael very, will fuck someone up straight up. <laughs> Michael like, Goff had played uh, Alfred so well in in the other ones because he's kind of this like very maternal and he has a little bit of the snark. Yes, he has that British snark. It's great. But Michael Caine just amps it up a little bit more. Oh, so good. And uh, Michael I, Caine rocks as Alfred. I, I Michael Caine is one of my favorite parts of the uh, Batman. The Bale games. Universe, yeah, the Bale ones. Um, and then we get uh, Liam Neeson as a as surprise villain. Duckard. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Uh, but we do get introduced to Raish. But he is Raish. Yeah. So, you know, at, the big surprise in that film is that he turns into being Raish as Raish al Ghul. Yeah, because they have, they have somebody who's actually billed as Raish, which is Ken Wontanabe. Yeah. Uh, he was a famous, isn't he a famous, uh, uh, he's 
Ken Watanabe? He's a some kind of martial artist, right? I think so. Yeah, which makes sense for him to be race. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson, not so much. Ah, he's pretty badass. Uh, no, I like him. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, at the time when the uh, casting just, came yeah. out, I was just like, really? You get this uber British dude? Yeah. <laughs> Basically another white guy getting a role. Um, but another really but big you cast... Get- Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say Scarecrow. Scarecrow, yeah. Cillian Murphy. Uh, what a great which, job he did. Uh, yeah, I I really liked him as Scarecrow. I've, I've liked him more as an actor in Peaky Blinders. Oh, my God. He's so good. That guy good gives that. a master class in playing with silence. Dude. Like, that guy is... If you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, I know it's not comic book related. It's go not. watch Dude, it. It's, it's amazing. Great. It's so good. And I started watching that as Boardwalk Empire ended. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm in love again. Like, because it definitely filled that gap. Yeah, it's such good. But yeah, he does play a very good Crane, and he actually pops up in uh, And a different version of Crane, right? Like, yeah. he's not dressed as a scarecrow. Yeah. But they still use the hat and the helmet, or the, the face, which I found creepy. A business suit and oh, a face yeah. mask. And he has this, like, wrist gauntlet. Like, uh, I I don't know. I really like that. That was one of the first times I'm like, oh, it's not very much like the comic book, but I, I still enjoy that. Right. And then when everybody saw him, he looked like the Scarecrow. Right, right. And, you know, we're, we're starting to get more into Batman's rogue gallery because, mm. obviously, Catwoman's going to pop in. We've said this many times. Joker is just a let's sell tickets kind of thing. Yeah. Because, you know, if Joker's in the movie, it's going to be bonkers yes. crazy. Someone's going to want it. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna do well. But this is also the first time where Gotham was in danger. Yes. A lot of the others, there's things that stinks, but now there's a running theme of Gotham always being in danger, like mm-hmm. the actual city getting blown up by the League of Assassins. Right. Uh, and then in the second movie, you have more of the same. Like everybody wants to kill Gotham. Yeah, it, it needs to go down, which uh, would give that piece right there is why I. I don't like Bale as Batman mm. and Bruce Wayne as much, but I'm, I'm interested to see when you first walked out of the theater after watching Batman Begins, your thoughts on Christian Bale. I thought he was God's gift to movies because really? I was so refreshed that we have a good, sure. solid Batman movie. I yeah. was not embarrassed anymore by oh, the last the movie, film. Yeah. And, and they great. didn't have to do much, but they did such a good job of retelling that I... Because I hate rehashes, but okay. I thought they did such a good job of that. And the whole from scratch thing, I love Lucius in the movie. I thought he was a big part of it. Oh, yeah. Um, With, uh, um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, of course, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I felt so relieved after watching it. And okay. I know the voice was going to get shit on. Right. Like, I knew immediately people were going to shit on for the voice. But you know what? He's the first Batman to ever disguise his voice. Right. And, and no one did that in the other movies. They are all just them charming, quirky guys. The first one, it bugged me. In Batman Begins, the voice bugged me a little bit. In Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it gets worse. It gets more gravel. <laughs> like, it's like they just put a bunch of wood screws and gravel and Eat broken up. rocks. Yeah, and he's just like... <laughs> and they keep made That's a constant thing. They make fun of the... Uh, I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> Wait, what, one more time. I want I don't want you to hit me. Please tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, how do you feel that he played Bruce Wayne and Batman as um, separate characters? Because they are separate characters. Yeah, and this one I felt more like he was Batman like 24-7, basically. Right. Uh, Bruce Wayne, we actually don't get to see a lot of him. Right. And and when they do, he's just like a party boy, right? But I do like that he like throws out the alcohol and still he's still Batman. Right. So I definitely felt more like 
like Kevin Conroy, like he's playing Bruce Wayne. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think Christian Bale had a lot of the right pieces. And he's a very good method actor. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That guy almost killed himself going, like, starving for a role. Right. Oh, that's right. And, uh, the Machinist. Oh, The Machinist, that's right. Jesus. And that uh, was a great film. Yeah. Uh, so, I think Christian Bale was a nice refresh from, you know, the Val Kemmer and George Clooney. It brought, I think it brought some stability. Absolutely. We, we because did, we now still... we get a, now we got a franchise going. Yes. Based off of Christian Bale. So obviously, like, there's parts of Christian Bale, Batman, that I just cannot get behind. But, uh, he was good enough to warrant a trilogy. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Batman Begins is great, but we get one of the best Batman movies mm, Dark Knight. in 2008, which yeah. is Dark Knight. Also, I wanted to add really quick, those other Batman movies, those were made to sell toys. Like, yes, there was a shit absolutely. ton of merchandising. These, not so much. No. Not a lot of Batman toys came well, out. Are there even KB toys anywhere? No, but still, <laughs> I'm just saying, the, the, friend, the, the marketing and the, the money that they made off of figures and stuff... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there were, I mean, those toys were all over the place. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. Now, it wasn't as directed towards children. That's why I think the everything took a tonality shift. Right, and and uh, this Chris Nolan trilogy, this is where we get the really dark Batman, and I think that this trilogy was the dark Batman that we wanted for the longest. Well, for, the first I, two. I don't know. <laughs> the first two. He, I was waiting for something. Yeah, I did want a little bit of levity, but. Compared to the campiness of Val Kilmer and George Clooney, Adam West, even a little bit of Michael Keaton, uh, it was nice to have it more grounded in reality. Yeah, it was very, very pleasant. Also, not like the even Gotham looked cooler. Yes, like it still had the gothy vibe, but there wasn't like bright neon. It wasn't overtly done. Right. Like I thought Gotham actually was really cool looking. Uh, yeah, it, it really was. Uh, now. At this point in time, we are. It's two thousand. It's been twelve years since that movie came out. Uh, I'm I'm over the dark superhero movies. Right. I, I I I think Chris Nolan did well with what he had in those three movies, but I think that's where it should have ended. Mm. Um, one other person that we forgot to bring up before we move on to Dark Knight, uh, another really good casting choice in my opinion was Gary Oldman oh yeah man oh yeah I think he does a very good Jim Gordon and they kept him throughout the series yeah because he he plays that that pillar in the GCPD so well where it's he wants to do the right thing and clean up uh, GCPD and working with Batman really isn't the best way to go about that. No, but he's the only non-crooked thing in the world. Like, you know, he's surrounded by crooked cops. Right. So he's willing to work with them, and he's still a badass. Yeah. Uh, so, Dark Knight. I think Dark Knight is probably one of my favorite Me Batman too. movies. Hands down. Uh, it's, it's a real close battle between uh, the first Batman from Tim Burton and uh, Dark Knight. That's the first Batman movie I saw in the theater more than twice. Like, uh, yeah. I showed everybody that movie. I, I was did like, come watch this. it with me. Come watch it with me. Uh, and part of it was the lore behind Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. And obviously what happened with him after the movie came out. Uh, because you see it on screen. Heath Ledger goes balls out. Oh, my out God. Just bonkers. To play Joker. Like, this... That is the Joker I, I want because... Like we've said so many times with Joker being kind of a let's sell tickets, 
And Heath Ledger is very much an actor who is a let's put him in and sell tickets. Yeah. Uh, and was. the fans were shocked that he got cast as Joker. Right. Everybody freaked out. He's too pretty. I was, I was one I of was them. I was definitely one of them. I I will eat my words to this day. Yeah, like, I was damn, one of them that said wrong. Heath Ledger is going to be an awful Joker. Because And the thing is, when I read that rumor, I was like, oh, finally the Batman franchise is back. Oh, nope, it's ruined again. It's over. Yep. That's it. Uh, and I was, I have never been more wrong. Like, Jesus. So good. Honestly, if I, I like, looking back on it, Without Heath Ledger, I don't think that I would like this movie as much. I completely agree. Like, however, I will say Alan Ackhart as Two Faced, he does get overshadowed by Ledger. But I actually, Absolutely. as I'm, I'm a Two Faced fan, so having another chance at seeing Two Faced on the big screen right. was great. They actually did the District Attorney thing right. really well. Right, you get well. Dent and then you, you get um, Two Faced. They even hint on it early in the movie. Like, I actually really. I was really impressed that he, he was a second. Yeah, what a great holy, holy shit! I mean, and since we're since we're talking I mean, about such Aaron Eckhart, plot point. I mean, we can just compare real quick. Oh, you know, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones, Aaron Eckhart. Hell, I'll even throw in Billy B. Williams. Fuck yeah! He was never actually two faced. Nope. He was always just. Uh, Which uh, is weird. Why bent. didn't they just bring him back? <laughs> uh, why is Lando's face burnt? Yeah, what happened? Uh, Aaron <laughs> Eckhart. Like, even just the makeup. The the makeup for Tommy Lee Jones is super... It's very 90s. over the top. They, they like, mm-hmm. sew two suits together to make a, a crazy leopard print in a regular suit. Like, um, it's just ridiculous. It's all around ridiculous. And just right away when you see Tommy Lee Jones' two-faced, you're like, yep, they, they just fucking whatever. They don't right. care. And he's more manic. Oh, yeah. Where Aaron Eckhart... Oh, yeah, he's very he mad. That, that was his thing. He plays that straight line, and then... He snaps. He snaps and gets super angry. Yeah. That is too big. It's an adrenaline. It, uh, and watching him, it reminded me of the two-part Batman animated series. Oh, yeah. Where Dent turns into... Uh, he's actually, fighting. Yeah. The heart, he's fighting Harv and himself, and like just having that schizophrenia and playing it out really well. Plus, Aaron Eckhart is a really good actor. Yeah. Um, I thought that was awesome. It was such a... Yeah, I, I loved it. And the the pencil trick with Ledger. Oh, yeah! That was great. Also, I love seeing the Joker rise to the top. Yes. Like, that was kind of fun. Yeah. Because we don't really get to see that ever. He's no. just already established. And, and you know his motivation really yeah. well, which is he just wants to watch the world burn. He just wants to... And he's starting out. Like, he is trying to, you know, get in with all the crime families. Yeah. So I I actually really like that point of view. I was playing Saints Row Two at the time, and that's kind of the concept of Saints Row Two. So I modeled my character after Heath Ledger's Joker. Nice. They never quite had all the bits, but whatever. Um, and this is where Christian Bale started like pushing me away a little. Bit yeah. Because the voice was getting deeper yeah. and gravelier, and it's just plain hard to understand. And I wanted more because, like you said, with with um, Gotham being under attack, it's not. People are just robbing banks or anything. That's part of it. But Gotham is under attack. Yeah, and this one, he's trying to separate the city. Yeah. And make basically Arkham City. And, yeah, I just... I feel like Batman would have more of a drive than what Christian Bale portrayed in the mm, movie. I can see that. I, I feel like Batman would have would have gone to a limit at this point. Especially with Joker. Um, but still, amazing movie. Uh, it's hard to top that. One. Yeah, I was actually very proud. I was like, you know what? Knock nerds all you want, but that 
That movie was brilliant. That was so good. Very, very big movie. Yeah. Probably got the most popularity at the time. Very, oh, yeah. very high reviews. And it was really like I enjoyable think without, for non-comic fans too. I think without Dark Knight, uh, we talk a lot about how Iron Man was the start of the nerd bubble. Yeah. And it, it very much was because Iron Man was not a universally accepted character. He was very, very unknown at the time. Yeah. But it was kind of random. Without Dark Knight being as good as it was, I don't know if we have a nerd bubble the way that we see now. It's true. Um, because it started. Yes, Batman has always been a universally loved character, but even non-nerds are like, oh, okay, this superhero world has something to it. Also, that's around when the Spider-Man films were starting to right. tank, right? Right. So you had a really good first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. I saw that six times. Yeah. Because it was the one of the first... That was before Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was one of the first times that Spider-Man had a really good movie. Yeah. Like, uh, he's never really had a, a movie before, from what I know of, and... Uh, a lot of animated series, a lot yeah. of uh, comics, but no movie. Uh, so this is probably one of the better ones. Yeah. I mean, he had that weird TV show in the 60s. Oh, right. That was weird. And then the Super Friends. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, but anyway, uh, the mo- those movies were starting to suck, so yeah. this came out, which grounded everything. It was great. Yeah, and it was, it, it was exactly what it needed. Uh, it was also one of the few times where a sequel is better than the original. Yes, the first absolutely. Um, and when when that happens, you know it's <laughs> with the Batman franchise. You know that the trilogy is really good, yeah. Because like Star Wars, the original trilogy of Star Wars, Empire is my favorite movie. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's a sequel. Yeah. Um, it's the one where all the bad guys win, basically. <laughs> but a lot of times it ends up being like Back to the Future, or Back to the Future Two. Not so great. Well, you can even do the the new prequels or whatever those right all of them i did not like most of that i only saw them once and that was it Uh, never had the desire to watch any of them again and then we we go from this amazing movie to something that i still say is way overhyped yeah and very disappointing you and dom i guess (laughs) i i do not like honestly it's hard to top after number two like that was a that's gonna be hard to top and i think what so i I was ready to accept not greatness no i i wasn't expecting dark knight rises uh in 2016 to or no sorry that's yeah 2012 i didn't expect it to be better than dark knight dark knight had set this impossible bar but i didn't expect it to just tank yeah i was was long too uh Tom Hardy as Bane, I do not get. Mm. I just don't. Well, I think it's because we get this weird version of Bane. He can't... You know, he's not Venom-based. He right. is, but it's not the way we think it is. Like, right. he just can't feel pain. He doesn't get... You know, he doesn't grow, which I think was a big disappointment for right. all of us. Well, um, that and, you know, Bane is a luchador from an island called Santa Prisca. I know! He shouldn't be the whitest guy you could find. I know, Wearing shit. a big Russian coat. Right, what the... And I do like Tom Hardy in things. Oh, yeah, Tom Hardy's in great. In fact, Peaky Blinders, he's great. He's so good in Peaky Blinders, and obviously Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, there's parts of that... Uh, oh, Mad Max. Mad Max, yeah, I mean, I liked him in that movie. I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, but uh, I liked him in the movie. Yeah, it was great. But this... Bane, it was just a weird version of Bane that I didn't agree with. I actually enjoyed the Catwoman stuff. I, yeah, I, I thought, thought that was one of the better great Selena very well. Uh, and the, the twist at the end, of course, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun with uh, uh, the ghouls. Oh, yes. That saved no. it a little bit for me. Just because, I thought again, you meant the other twist. 
and I oh, got angry. No, no, you can talk about that if you like. No, no, let's talk about the Algols. Um, so again, the city is at at danger. You don't know who Bane is working for, really. He's just right. kind of got his own thing going on. But then, at the very end, like I'd say, the last ten minutes, you find out that he is working with is it Talia? Talia. Talia Algol, uh, Raish's daughter. So they connect the first movie brilliantly. By throwing in Talia trying to destroy Gotham again. Right. Uh, and then it's, you know, back to, to Gotham being, uh, you know, in danger physically. Right. Being, wants to blow up the entire, all the cops are trapped in the sewer. The fucking football field scene. Yes. Oh, my God. That looked terrible. It was fun. It was. Uh, what didn't you like about it? I. The openness. Well. And that was all the commercials. That was a big... uh, I know. It was a terrorist attack. They tried to make it look like a terrorist attack. I get that. It's just... This is... You know, we start getting into CGI porn around this time. Yeah. Well, when you explode a stadium. Yeah. And... Yes. It's going to be hard to make that look good. But it... To me, like, the CGI was just... It felt like they were like, we've got this budget, let's go ahead and dump yeah. this money in Because you know they gave them, and they could do anything they wanted Especially to. Especially after Dark Knight, yeah. They could have had General Zod come down and leave. Like, it was, they could have done whatever they wanted. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and this, in the first movies, in the first two, when you see Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, I get a little bit more okay with him there. In Dark Knight Rises, I do not buy him as Bruce Wayne at all because most a, of the like, time he's out of the suit. Yeah. He's sitting in a dark room, like, pouting. <laughs> yeah, with his injured leg that he fixes with the technology. That's not Bruce Wayne. No. Bat, it, it, if he's home, he's in the Batcave yeah, looking at his back computer trying to figure brother. out... He's trying to do shit. He's trying to figure out the next moves. and But he's been dark for so long. Yeah. Because uh, he was, you know, the, the Heath Ledger movie, Dark Knight, ended on a bad note. Right. He was basically framed for murdering I'm not the face. hero that Gotham needs. Right yes. Now. Or no, I, I'll, I'll be the villain that Gotham needs or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. So he becomes the bad guy. He's on the lam, so he vanishes for years. And, of course, that's how we meet Selena Kyle. Right. She's breaking in, trying to steal a family room. Yeah, and then the, that weird end yeah, with them and, and at the, uh, like, cafe. Uh, but They met each other. I actually kind of liked it. Uh, in fact... It's the way that they did it, though. I wasn't a huge fan. I mean, it's very similar to what happened now. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Except the history is gone, but uh, right. what are you going to do? That was kind of... I kind of forgot about that meet me in the cafe thing. Yeah. In Paris or Uruguay or whatever they were. Yeah, I think they were in Paris. But uh, the final nail that took me completely out of this movie, aside from some of the puns and, like, the... the I'll call them sitcom lines, mm. where it's like, well, at least he doesn't have a big plane, boss. Big plane. Boss, huh? Right, right there. Right there. got a big plane. Big plane. Oh, jeez. Like, I have expected to watch the Tumblr, like, explode and then Bruce Wayne be like, well, that sucks, but good thing there's a talent show for the exact amount for the repairs. Like, the, it was so... It, it started to swing back into that camp and some of the it, the oh, writing kind of upset me. But that last goddamn scene with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about his back-breaking and... No, within a you know a matter of hours. Well, that yeah, that's that was a little not weird a, for me. That's not a thing because he has to climb out of the hole. Yeah, with a broken back. No, it's not a thing. Like what? Batman why can do rush? a lot of crazy shit. I that is not one of them. I don't get why they did that. Like, because even I was like, wait, so his back's broken. 
and it's not anymore. Right. <laughs> and he's climbing out of his pit. No. And nobody can climb out of which was one of the few Bane things right. they got right. I did um, like that they did the, the break the bat part, but he's, yeah, a couple hours and he's good. Yeah, like that was really, to me, I was like kind of... To free climb? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. And then put on a suit and beat up Bane? Yeah, no, not a thing. Not a that thing. That was weird. Um, and, but yeah, the thing that just solidified that I do not like this movie was that last line at the end where Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh. is getting his stuff and that reception is like, I like your real name. You should go by it. Oh, you mean Robin? Fuck you! There has never been anybody named Robin! No. There's... Oh, God! You're so mad right now. Oh, it... You're gonna flip the table. No, oh, fuck it! I remember when that happened and you're... You, oh, man. Yeah, I, I get it, though. It. I get it. Um, it was, it was I very shoehorned. I, I flipped off the screen for the entirety of the credits. They could have said almost like any other Robin-like name, like Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Call me Dick. Tim. Whatever, fuck. Jason. Yeah. My name's Jason. Whatever. Like, uh, any of that would have been better than Call Me Robin. Right. Um, and now we are to our current Batman, mm. Batfleck. Batman. Which, in Batman vs. Superman, which... You've heard us. If you've listened to more than like three episodes, we've definitely complained about this. We have shit on this movie a lot more and, than once. And uh, yeah, I here's the thing. There's there's parts of Batfleck that I really buy him as Bruce Wayne, especially in the the scene where he's walking around and Eisenberg shows up. Oh yeah, and, yeah, the party. Yeah, I do like the fun reason. I do like that <laughs> that Bruce Wayne, um, and his Batman. Aside from the killing and the 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 use of guns, which uh, is very much not Batman at all. It's just the tank. I, he blew up cars that had people in the back up, of it. He blew up cars. Uh, I for me, uh, like I know you're, you're having a hard time with the words because yes. of your anger. For me, my biggest complaint about the whole thing, and again, I actually enjoyed most of the performance he did, especially sure. the gritty fight scenes. The warehouse um, scene is amazing. Oh, that's that's what I was talking about, the warehouse scene. The problem for me is that you have the world's greatest detective, and he can't figure this shit out. Like, he's the world's greatest detective. You couldn't figure out that this alien's mom was being held hostage, and that's why he's doing this shit? Like, it came down... Like, he just goes all bro on him, and that's what bugged me the most. I was why like, did you say that, Nanny? You made, you made uh, Batman act like a frat bro who got his beer stolen, uh, or maybe a misunderstanding during a flip cup tournament. But that's how it felt. It felt super, like, alpha male and I was like, Batman is the guy that reasons and shit before he does anything. Right. Like, that's great. He is a spear made of kryptonite. That seems very Batman-like. But... He wouldn't bust it out unless he knew what the fuck was going on. Right. Like, halfway through killing him, he's like, oh shit, your mom's being held hostage. Alright. Like, it and almost he, seems like he's jealous of And uh, shit crashed in the middle of the, the map. Right. In Smallville. And... You couldn't see, like, what finally lived, like, 12 feet down? Like... Yeah, right on Kent Family So Farm. much about, like, just... The only strength they played to... Was the uh, weapons and the fight combat? Yeah. Like you didn't. Like he is the world's greatest detective. Like he can figure shit out. He's smarter than everybody, including the villains. Like it's just right. That's the one part that bothered me is that you, you kind of took away that part that makes him unique. Yeah. Now he, he is just some guy in a suit. And it's it's a common joke, 
uh, with Superman that his alter ego is not really a costume. No, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it, he puts on glasses and slicks his, and like puts on yeah, a tie. They call it out like twice in the the last action comic, right? Yeah, oh, in uh, Batman. Batman, I'm sorry. Uh, in Batman 36, I yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, 36. Uh, where With Kyle and Lois meeting for the first... Yes, oh, I love that one. That was great, actually. That was a really fun... But Selena Kyle is just like, oh... She knows immediately, right? Yeah, I, I know that... No the shit. guy who saves Lois Lane yes, that looks an time. awful lot like Clark Kent <laughs> is Superman. Like what? Like they call it out so often. Um, yeah, so that is a common joke when it comes to comics. But again, like you said, Batman is the world's, the greatest, world's greatest detective. detective. Played to his strengths. If you want to make everybody else even in the, in the world... They even did that with Bale. Yeah. If you want to make everybody else in the world blind to the fact that Clark Kent is Clark Kent with glasses, and then when he takes them off, he's Superman, yeah. and nobody knows the difference, fine. But not Batman. Batman Are you knows kidding it. me? In fact, Batman the Animated Series, they did a Batman versus Superman thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was uh, way better than the movie. Absolutely. Like, the, the first interaction, they blow each other's covers in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, Superman sees through his mask, and Bruce Wayne already knows who Clark Kent is. Yeah. Like, it was... I mean, I saw... Unfortunately, I didn't figure this out. This was something that was brought up to me by Facebook, believe it or not. Right, right. But I saw that episode, and it's a one-hour premiere. Uh, it's basically what started the animated series, Batman meets yep. Superman. And it's got a really cool plot. Like, I actually... I mean, there was... Yeah, I... There's so many things that could have been done differently. Like, you could have still shoehorned Wonder Woman in there. Uh, Lex, of course, is... The, we well, don't need to go into that. Well, but. Wonder Woman is in uh, Batman vs. Superman. Yes. Gal Gadot showed... That's the first time we see Gal Gadot uh, during the... Because she shows up at the party and then with the Doomsday fight, uh, which... We're not we're not here to rip apart the movie. We're here no, to talk about Batman. Uh, but it's hard not to because all these other factors bleed know. into the poor... In my opinion, the poor version of Batman. Yeah, get, it's just, uh, which is still the better part of the movie, which says so much. Right. Um, however, this did push Gal Gadot's movie through, so we. Right. I mean, and that was the because, silver lining, I guess. Because I think without that, if we would have had no Wonder Woman after Suicide Squad, uh, there would have been a void. The DCEU would have been just. Fucked. Yeah, it would have been a void. Because since, since from Dark Knight Rises on, like I haven't liked many of the movies. We we got a Green Lantern, which was awful. Oh, we cool. got Suicide Squad. Awful. Uh, we've got again a better animated version exists of that movie called Arkham Knight or something. What? No, not Arkham. Oh, Knight. Uh, um, Attack on Arkham. Attack on Arkham. That was brilliant. So much better. That was so good. So much better. I mean, Superman. So two Man animated of, versions better than the actual movies. Man of Steel wasn't. Terrible, but it wasn't great. No, I actually really liked it, but I like that actor who played yeah, Zod. No, I uh, really like that guy. Oh, uh, Michael Shannon. Yeah, Michael Shannon. I always and, forget his two first names. And I think Henry Cavill is a very good Superman. Yeah, I like his look and everything. I think it's great. Um, it just Man of Steel was too dark. I think that's the problem with it. It's they made it. They they put it in this gritty universe. Right, and I don't need the big blue Boy Scout with Superman, but I also don't want grittiness. For the rest of my time, right. watching this Super is where Netflix. I like that other guy's version, uh, who plays the Atom right now. Um, oh, Brandon Roth's Superman. Yes. I actually found, I actually really enjoyed that movie and the world it was in. It just had that final conflict that was just a giant turd. Right. Um. Uh. You even get Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. Right. The problem is, is again, you have um. You know, the only problem with that movie that didn't make it a great movie, in my opinion, was that they didn't have a good villain to fight. You can't punch Lex. No. Um, unless you put him in a giant suit. 
Instead, they made this weird island of Krypton that wakened him, and that was cool, but you still want to see Superman punch a hole through somebody. Right. So He's still you, Superman. You didn't get that satisfying conflict in that movie, right. but that that Metropolis, I really liked. Like, yeah. the beginning of the movie, he saves everybody from falling in a plane, and then he still says something awkward, like, you know, flight's still the safest way to travel, and then, right. I, you know, like... I thought that was that charm was kind of missing with Carvel, but um, yeah, is it Carvel? Cavill. Cavill. Carvel. Carvel is, is a delicious uh, ice cream cookie. Yeah, oh, cookie puss. Fudgy um, the whale. Fudgy. Um, a bunch of stone guys made that. <laughs> Let's make a brown whale called Fudgy. Uh, and someone got high and made cookie puss. Have you seen that thing? Cookie puss. No yes. way. Whoever made that was not high as a kite. Like let's just put a fucking ice cream cone in the middle. Uh, Build a cake around it. Uh, no, neither of us have seen Justice League yet. No way. How shitty are we? Like, what am I waiting for? Uh, uh, obviously, Star Wars came out, and that's I'm going Monday on that. Oh, I, so I'm I. behind. Yeah, I uh, thought you guys already saw it. I was no, no, ask. no, no. This Monday. This so thing. right now, uh, today is the 16th. Is when we're recording this. Uh, it but, came out on the 14th. Yeah, uh, Star Wars just came out. It's gotten amazing reviews. Uh, my company. Yeah, rented out a theater, uh, one of the theaters at the AMC downtown. Oh! And so we all get to go. That is literally across from my office. Yeah. Like, seriously, I can walk across the street and yeah, say Yeah, so we're gonna, uh, we'll talk off air about something. Yeah, please. Oh, no, you're already going to see it on Monday, right? I am seeing it okay, on Monday, after work. Never mind, because they opened it up and they're like, oh, if you guys have friends that want to come too. Uh, when is it? When is it? We're going at 3.30. On um, Monday. Oh, I'll be working. I <laughs> Yeah, I wish I could just leave. I, I, didn't I could submit some hours and be like, I'm going to take a vacation. I didn't even think about it because I could have been like, oh, Paul and Eric. I would have done that with you, though. Because like, we have a lot of open spots. Uh, anyways, uh, so this is all happening, but uh, also uh, the rumors, which we started talking about earlier, the rumors of Batfleck yeah, yeah. not wanting to be around anymore. Really. Batfleck may want out of the series now because... Honestly, Justice League, I guess, did not perform to expectations, even no. though some people say it did. It, they did a complete restructure after it of the uh, So of almost the like when a job, uh, like a big company is moving, losing money, they, they did some cuts, they reorged. We'll see what the new slate is for their movies, because yeah, I'm sure Cyborg is getting pushed back. I will watch <sighs> Justice League, and when they put out the extended version, which I'm assuming will be Zack Snyder's version, I will watch both of that them That would be compare. interesting if they allow that. I feel like they're going to. Too many people are calling for it, but I want... But what if it's I'm not, not better? Then then you look like an asshole. Well, and that's why I want to watch both of them, because a lot of people are like, oh, Joss Whedon ruined this movie. And it's like, Joss Whedon came in to help out at the end of the movie. He shits out gold bricks, man. Right? Avengers. Also, it's really hard to jump on a rolling ball like that and just try and like insert your vibe. Right, and also like the movie yeah, was wrapped. Scott, at that point. The way that Scott Snyder shoots movies compared to the way that Joss Whedon shoots movies totally is different process. Very different feels to the movie. Just watch one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and right. we will understand immediately. So, like, we're not going to talk too much about Justice League. We haven't seen it yet, um, but they are already talking about who the next Batman will be. Now, I've told you and Heath this. Oh. My personal opinion is that we need a moratorium on Batman. He just needs to be put to rest for a while. We yes. don't need to see the bat on screen anymore for a while. I did wonders for the other franchises. The problem is Batman makes too much money. Yeah, they can't... And if they want to keep moving forward with the Justice League stuff, they gotta... Right. They have to have a Batman, right? So, yeah. Or so, just write him the fuck out. I'm sure there's a version that doesn't exist with Batman. Right. Uh, now, there are two people that are, like, the main two talks that they're talking about taking over as Batman, mm-hmm. which is... Jake Gyllenhaal. Nope. 
which his sister was already in in the Batman. Yes, movies. I was strangely attracted to her for a long period of time, and I. I can still feel it. I don't know what's going on. But Something it's about weird. Maggie Joe. Yeah, Maggie Joe and Hall. It was stranger than fiction. I was like, yeah, I dig that, but I don't know what happened there. Anyway. Uh, and then the second on. one is John Hamm. John Hamm! Which, I can buy John Hamm as Bruce Wayne all He's day. He's kind of old now, too, though, right? Like, do they want... Like a I mean, Batfleck is old. He is, and I get it, but it's like, I don't know. Here's what I want. Man. I want... If they're going to do a new Batman, whatever series, mm-hmm. get and you have to do it. Get me a no-name actor or somebody who's just starting out, generally unknown, and write a really good script yeah, that you. doesn't lean on CGI effects and having a star leading man to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Give me a good detective story yeah. with an unknown who can play Bruce Wayne and Batman well. Yeah, that well, that's a lot to ask for, though. Like, who would It you, is. You don't know who you would catch. You're kind of leaving it up to open. Right. That's also why yeah. I, I don't want to have a Batman movie for a while. I can't remember who I suggested in the thread, but I know he had a square jaw. <laughs> I actually don't mind seeing John Hamm, though. I think that would be kind of fun. I think it would be interesting. Um, I mean, you know what? He's already played Batman in some other... Uh, animated a- shows. And, well, not John Hamm, uh, but the person I'm about to say. Will Arnett. Oh, you know, Will Arnett? I just have a comical ah. Batman. <laughs> I love him as Lego Batman. Lego Batman's great. So good. He's such an ass. Uh, so, yeah. what I mean, what are you... Uh, well, we're gonna end here shortly. So, what are yeah. your um, what are your I'm hopes okay for with, the future of Batman? I'm okay with putting it to rest and making him an urban legend, and then bringing him back for two films down the road, <laughs> and then having a really kick-ass actor play him. But I, I don't, boy, if if they were to recast it, I I wouldn't mind seeing an original either. Um, in fact, wh- why even do a Batman movie? Let's do a Red Hood movie. Let's do a Thank Nightwing you. movie, which yeah, they uh, are teasing all the time now. You, uh, that'd be, see, I would in fact, okay let's if start they, with if Red Hood. Let's do Red Hood, man. Shit. Well, you still have to introduce Jason, so yes. you're going to have to have another Batman. But if you did Under the Red Hood, it would feature a Batman, but also feature a Red and Hood. You can Again, an awesome it. animated story. And... Somebody made a fan poster, and I'll find it. And I'll put it up on the um, on the bonus material for this episode. But uh, Jensen Ackles, oh yeah, who, who does the voice of Jason in Under the Red Hood, uh, you may also know him from Supernatural as Dean <laughs> Winchester. Uh, oh, not a bad pick at all. Either no. one of those two would be all right as a well, yeah, and like any the, of them actually. I can see the other one being a, a Batmany. The other uh, Sam. What about like Channing Tatum? I think. Well, Channing Tatum's supposed to be Gambit. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on I don't think that's ever going to happen, though. It shouldn't. I don't know how they're going to do it well. Well, we'll see, because um, as of yesterday or two days ago, Disney has bought a lot of the Fox properties. This is going to be big. So that's that's another very exciting thing uh, that we have to look forward to next year. God, uh, does that mean another Fantastic Four movie? Hopefully a better one, because you know what? I, I will trust Fantastic Four in the hands of Disney more than I will Fox. Yeah, I just don't want to see him go into space and turn into shit again. No, but give me a good Doom. Yeah, give that's me a really all I strong Doom. In fact, let's just go straight to Doom. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Let's do that. Uh, give me the, uh, the guy who plays... Uh, You've been watching Runaways, yeah? I have. I like the, it. The genius scientist dad. Yeah. Have him play. Yeah, he'd be a good dude. 
Uh, I actually really like the Runaways. I'm glad you're watching. Them. Yeah, it's it's super fun. Uh, but that's that's something to look forward to next year. And since this is our our last episode of the year, uh, I want to talk about just some of the stuff we have planned for next year. Uh, before we go off, uh, Paulie and I have been talking about uh, a new segment. Yes. Uh, where we're going to watch some because we do talk about some of these movies that are current and and uh, some that are we, not so current. Yeah, and we we kind of shit on them from time to time, but there's a lot of movies they deserve it that are not just DC that I don't like. Yes, uh, and there's some Marvel movies that are current that I don't like, but we are going to go back in time a little bit and find some of these. Old, old movies. There's that so many. Either you haven't seen, or I or haven't, haven't seen, seen, or we've seen, but we know they're terrible. Did you put Phantom on there, too? I did. Okay. It's on here. So the first one I, we're going to do is Steel. Steel. I have never seen Steel. You've never, never seen, seen it. Steel. Uh, we talked about Steel. Like the plague. Yes. We talked about Steel a little bit during the Crisis episode, mm. but Shaquille O'Neal is Steel. We are going to watch it. Um, and basically what we're going to do, we're going to watch the movie, and then we're going to film, or we're going to record a podcast right after, right after and just give our reactions talk about the movie it's going to be a whole lot of fun Ugh. but i just went through and i wrote down a bunch of them so i have oh, Howard the is. duck the original fantastic, fantastic four. four not not the so i think we can find that on youtube yeah. uh green lantern Ugh. uh daredevil Speaking of bad flick, yeah. Ghost Rider with Nicholas Cage. Oh my Cage. god, there's two of those. I just want you to know. Oh, I know. Uh, Catwoman with Halle Berry. Oh, I never saw that one either. Uh, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, which we've talked about today. Uh, the Eric Banner. I could Hulk. not even sit through that one. <laughs> not all of these we're going to do, no. obviously. These are just ones that I threw the out. Phantom. Oh, The Shadow's not here. The I would Phantom. put The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. Oh, The Shadow, yes. I saw done. that in the theaters, and uh, I'd forced my twin brother to watch it with me. The Shadow. Uh, shadow knows. And then uh, the the Phantom, which was terrible. Well, Billy Zane, motherfuckers. Billy Zane. Uh, the Punisher, that first one, which was really bad. Dolph Lundgren, dude. Uh, uh, also, uh, uh, John Travolta's in that movie. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. Uh, you can even put three if you want, because that yeah, one was god awful. Screw it. I, I have Iron Man 2 and 3 on okay. here. Okay. Uh, because I... I wasn't a big fan of either. No. Uh, Iron Man 1, yes. Blade. Blade Trinity. All of those. Blade Trinity especially. Trinity is awful. So we are we are just taking movies that we know are terrible. Um, and, oh God, Blade Trinity was so bad. Uh, but also, uh, Mystery Men, which is just a I love movie. Mystery Men. Mystery Men's amazing. Becca I hasn't did. seen it. What? She's never seen oh, it. Oh, it's great. Uh, yeah, I didn't need what to show What about the specials? That was one I liked that oh, I don't think you've ever specials? seen. The specials? The specials were great. I love that movie. I think it's great. I made Aaron watch that movie. I mean, she wanted to, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think the one that, because we also have Constantine, Spider-Man 3, uh, Supergirl, which I forgot they made a movie for, but I forgot that this existed. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., starring David fucking Hasselhoff. So I was reading at the time, there was a, a couple of uh, actual magazines that I would, very nerdy, of course, Wizard and Toy Fair. Oh, okay. Uh, I used to read those, and I remember them talking about the movie, and then I never saw it. I don't even know when it aired. If it aired. It was a made-for-TV movie, if I remember right. I think so, and I'm so excited to watch it. I'm going to find it, and we'll watch it at some point. I'm in. Uh, and then the original Captain America. Yes, and I saw that as a child. and I actually I dug it, but it was cheesy as hell. Uh, It was one of the best examples of how uh, accurate superhero costumes don't work great for the big screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was one of the times where I was like... And that motorcycle's awful. 
So bad. And then he even does have a heads up line. Captain America, unlike Batman, has no qualms killing people. Oh, no. He no, won't kill bitches not. all day. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. in that movie, too. I think you even get a version oh, of Sin. Oh, shit, that's right. So, yeah, we're going to do that. We're just going to talk about uh, bad superhero movies I'm for down. a little bit. Um, uh, I've kind of mentioned this here and there, but Becca and I have our podcast yeah. that will be premiering soon. Uh, we're going to start recording here shortly. I still don't even know what that's about. You're so So, <laughs> so uh, with our podcast, uh, we are going to be interviewing artists from around the valley, ah. uh, friends of ours, people that we've seen, So, and it's any type of artist. So the first five episodes right now that we have uh, slated that we want to get going, we're going to have a graffiti artist. Uh, a stand-up comedian. Nice. Uh, we have a tattoo artist. Ooh. Uh, our friend Zeke, who yes. is a fucking excellent Zeke. musician. Pull that mic back. Uh, yeah, we. I, I may not even need a mic. You probably. I'll won't. just tell everybody what time we're recording, and yeah, they can hear it. They will hear him. Um, Make him laugh though. Right. His laugh will shatter. <sighs> Somebody will have oh! to do magic. He's basically if, if Thor. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a very booming voice. Oh yeah. It's very impressive. I'm. I'm in love with this place. Uh, and we're also going to interview a drag queen. Nice! Uh, because Beck and I, uh, we met in theater, and we really enjoy being around uh, creative people, so we want to see what their drive is and what got them into what they're doing, and just kind of helping support our tiny little community. No, I think it's a great idea, especially be Arizona locals kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. And Because uh, when you think of Arizona, be honest... Art does not come to mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a red state. Huh? Arizona is so close to a place that does art. Uh, so that's going to be happening next year. And uh, be be listening out for uh, Comic Con oh, yes. announcements. Big, big uh, stuff. You in January, a couple other things. In January, I am pitching uh, a, a couple panels. Uh, they will be half podcast, half. Uh, redubs of of uh, TV shows that we grew up on and loved, <laughs> uh, and they if you we want you to come out if we do those, and I'll get more into it as we get closer to Comic Con. But if you can't make it to Beans Comic Con, we are going to put yes, those episodes we will up actually stream these this time <laughs> and let you know where you can find these episodes so that you can listen to our redub while watching. Which somebody episodes. actually had to ask, like, "Hey, do you guys upload these?" Right, and I was like, "That's brilliant. Why don't we do that?" He's like, "It'd be super easy. You guys are just recording over the film. Yep. You just have to." Put a link to the to the recording and have people watch the movie. Absolutely, or the the episode that we riff on. I I was like, why didn't we missed opportunities left yeah. and right here? Uh, so we've been it, doing that for years, yeah, man. So I'm throwing that out there. We're gonna do a couple of those. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully, Beck and I will be doing a live podcast there as well to uh, interview some of the cosplayers. Oh God, yeah. Uh, it's uh, or and, some of the artists. There's yeah. tons of local artists. Uh, yeah, and uh, obviously we're gonna be there and just going down Artist Alley because. Uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo are going to be in town. Fucking metal. Like, so excited. I actually hope by that time there will be a metal graphic novel. Oh, yeah. There'll be a trade-out by then. Because that's it's not too far. I mean, it's it's January. Even if and nothing else, not ending until February. Right? If nothing else, I'm sure they'll put out a trade of the Dark Batman's. Okay, just all their stories. Because that would be even that. I just want something signed. By yeah, those I two. need to have those two. And it has to be a metal. Thing. So good. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff uh, coming up for next year, uh, and I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm amped. I'm I'm glad this year's ending. Yeah, <laughs> really ready. Weird for this year. Day to, or this year to end. Uh, but. 
do you have any final thoughts before we say goodbye? No, no, it's been a fun year actually. I yeah. really, really enjoy this. It's it's definitely ignited my passion to keep reading. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. much like fantasy football makes you watch other football teams. Absolutely, uh, doing these podcasts makes me read things that I would not have read before, and yeah. I'm very thankful for that. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'd ever read Dregs if you didn't oh. tell me about it. Yeah, I, it uh, would have never even crossed my radar. Right? Like, I just I love it. And there, there's so much fun stuff saga, out there that we are I would have never got this guy right so you know uh, a big thank you to everybody listening absolutely uh, for continuing to listen and support us and everybody that kind of talks us. with us on Twitter we love you guys for, for letting us just nerd out yeah. and listening to it thank you um, but hope you guys have a, a good new year and we'll see you in 2018 yeah uh, I'm Anthony I'm Paul go read a comic party on yeah, yeah. yeah.